Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I am interviewing Dr. Jamila Battle. Dr. Battle is board certified in family medicine, sleep, and addiction, and is the creator of the Reboot, Repair, Rebirth system. This innovative model helps victims who have suffered uh, who have suffered trauma truly forgive themselves so that they can become fully integrated and capable of self-love. Her passion is to not only serve the emotional, physical, and spiritual needs of her clients and audience, but also motivate others to identify unique talents they possess and succeed despite adversity and struggle. In her work, she uses an individualized approach, which focuses on you, and we're excited to focus on her. Dr. Battle, thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Our pleasure. So you're, you have an incredible new book out documenting your amazing journey from childhood to how you've become the incredible doctor and healer and leader that you have been today. What do you wish you knew you start when you started, you know, that you know now? Um, I wished I had known the overwhelming emotion um, that I've experienced from just raving reviews and people who have been inspired and touched by the book. Um, it gives me a, a sense of purpose and I'm extremely grateful for it. And sometimes the emotion is literally so warm and full that it's it's sometimes challenging to process because it's um it's it's very different. It's a new experience to fully grow in my purpose now. Um, and, and really reach and touch others. And it's a, a feeling that I don't really want to go to way, go away, to be honest. And I've enjoyed this. I'm extremely grateful for the reviews and the fans. And had I known that this is where this journey would take me, um, I maybe would have slowed down a bit. But, you know, I'm I'm ready and fully 
armed and prepared to walk into this new journey of my life here. And um, it reminds me to really put self-care and and meditation forward um, because it's a really, it's a big job to serve others. And, And when you're doing that and receiving good feedback, it's extremely warm and and gives me a lot of gratitude and helps to keep me fighting the good fight. <laughs> well, we absolutely, and we certainly hope you keep doing that, obviously. What inspired you to write the book? Um, you know, <clears throat> growing up as a child, I knew that my life was a nightmare. It was on the nightmare side of things, um, and I knew that, exposing myself to some reading and seeing some glimpse of light along the way. And, you know, it wasn't uncommon for me to be bound by duct tape, beaten with wire, witness my mom get beaten to pulp. You know, our our house was full of rats and rodents, and he would, you know, torture us with, with these rodents. And, um, you know, the problem was my dad was a talented, charismatic jazz musician whom everyone loved. And so although our life was perfect on the outside, we literally lived in a prison. He lived a double life. And and during that childhood, trauma led to a lot of problems for me. Luckily, after my father fired a partially loaded gun at my head on an empty chamber, thankfully, followed by his attempt to rape me, I finally got out of there. I just was like, I got to get the hell out of here. And, um, you know, was removed from my home and then placed in one toxic foster home after another. And, you know, what it realized, what I realized is my love for reading and education saved me. And I was able to use that to hang on to a thread of hope. And with that passion and fire and desire, uh, I never let go of that. I just never, never gave up. I persisted and pushed through and was accepted into great institutions. Duke, UNC, Michigan, for example, earned my medical degree, achieved board certifications in three areas. So I wanted to use that to, um, to build up a platform of teaching others how to um, – basically leave the pain of abuse behind and move into the promise of abundance. You know, I wanted people to understand it was a process that although I escaped it, it kind of followed me and it sapped my joy and my spirit. And so first step was just, you know, getting safe, safe place, therapeutically. Um, That's very therapeutic to just kind of get a safe spot mentally, physically, but then to write it so that others could understand what was going on in my head and maybe understand better what's going on in their head and those that they love. And, you know, it's been a joy to see that my confessions resonate with others who face similar challenges. And really, I want to provide perspective for those who are suffering in silence and help them to create meaning in a new life. Um So that's really why I wrote the book. I wanted to increase functional awareness for teachers, doctors, mental hospitals, addiction rehab facilities, and and help their constituents 
with this program. Um, I believe that through my work professionally, um, there's an art and a power of healing and confession and understanding and compassion to yourself. And that will teach you how to love yourself and ultimately forgive yourself. Um, And so, you know, I wanted to demonstrate and kind of do it, become a leader and share my platform and my personal story in that way um, to help move others from pain into the promise of abundance. That is absolutely incredible. And, you know, I read the book in two days, couldn't put it down. It was an absolutely harrowing, incredible, inspiring journey. I love that you didn't succumb, that you became a, that you are a survivor and you became, you found an empowering meaning and helping others out of that experience. Um, What do you like best about your medical practice now? What I love, Seth, more than anything is I've been able to jump off the treadmill of medicine. Uh, When I first started this path, as you know in the book, I realized there were some triggers in our traditional medical system that didn't feel very good, that triggered and kind of reminded me that somehow I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not human, (laughs) that it's bad to get sleep and want to, you know, the messages of, you know, wanting to sleep and wanting to take care of yourself are really kind of punished in the traditional medical system. And partly for my own healing, but partly because I just, that value did not line up with my values. I decided to create my own medical practice. And what I've done, partly because I have a little bit of ADD and also partly because I like to look at the whole picture, I took my family medicine background, which trained me and the whole body and all the systems, and then I niched myself into sleep and addiction. Sleep because that's the foundation of repair. And you simply just cannot even begin healing if the sleep, the foundation of your temple and your mind isn't restorative and if it's not good, sound, uninterrupted sleep. So what I found is some patterns of Um, sleep deprivation and, um, you know, chronic interrupted sleep patterns led to increased illness, physical and mental illness. I also saw that unresolved trauma led to a lot of mental illness and addiction. And so I niched myself into the core because the core problems are people's unresolved trauma and people literally throwing sleep to the side and kind of, particularly in our fast-paced culture, uh, kind of forgetting about the critical piece of starting right at that foundation. What is your sleep looking like? (laughs) And when I improved those areas, what I saw is people begin to have better control of their mental state. They had improved emotions. They had improvement in their physical health and had more energy for exercise and felt more motivated to eat better. So what I do now is I take my holistic knowledge base of the whole body. When I do an intake, I spend an hour with my patients. So I give them all the time that they need. And then I take that history 
and I tailor it down to their specific needs, and we start with sleep, and we look at any of any kind of addictions that they may be suffering with, and we get at the core. And what I like about my practice is it's driven by their needs, not what I think they need. And so in that way, I'm able to be empathetic, listen to really guide their care and align their care with their goals, and and help, I emphasize guide, because I want them to figure out their needs. So I'm not going to dictate to you what you need and what your goals are. We troubleshoot, and, and, and I'm sort of a guide to help them figure out what they need and what their strengths are, where they're resilient, and give them permission to really speak their truth and and, you know, face kind of the good, the bad, the ugly, because that's when you can change. And so I give them that that setting and that time and that space to really, with a non-judgmental heart, say, speak your truth. I'm not here to judge. You know, I'm here with compassion because the power of confession, compassion is what opens up love and forgiveness. That's That's the tool that I use, and that's what Reboot, Repair, Rebirth is about. It's an online recovery system. It's low cost. It's easy access. It's self-paced. And so I'm able to integrate this model into my sleep and addiction practice with the foundation of my family medicine background where I understand the whole organ system. So I take that holistic approach to focus on you. I think that is a huge difference. I don't think I've ever had a doctor spend an hour with me um, unless yeah, I've just never, it never happened. Um, and I obviously haven't gone, gone through any, you know, nothing compared to anything um, like what you've gone through, but I will testify to having three little children and sleep deprivation there and knowing that, you know, when my daughter, you know, if I didn't go, if my, our three-year-old came in our bed with myself and my wife and I didn't go and, her bed and get some sleep like if I stayed in our bed she sleeps sideways she tosses and turns and kicks a lot um you know when I woke up like I felt like a zombie and I couldn't think straight and that was the blessing of my three-year-old daughter not sleeping in our bed so I told I can't even imagine what that would feel how much more um not human I would have felt had that been caused by something negative so I agree absolutely a hundred percent what is, I know you've had, read in the book, you know, a number of, uh, obviously a number of folks who believed in you, who helped you, who mentored you to get you sort of where you are today and help you through your journey. What's the best advice you've ever got? The best advice I got was from my guidance counselor. And she was telling me, never give up, persist but to always find some balance and to listen to my heart. The heart never lies. It whispers to you. And sometimes <clears throat> sometimes we can't hear it because it's a whisper, but it's there. You know, the body will scream at you. Your mind will scream at you sometimes. And sometimes, you know, it's really just sitting still and silent for a little bit and listening to what your heart's saying, because your heart speaks the truth. 
but it's often a whisper. So we have to be silent and kind of just create the time and space to listen to our heart. So although I was always kind of go, 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 never give up, never give up, she would teach me the balance of creating time and space for myself to listen to my heart and have my heart guide me. Um, And that has always really kept me focused with like putting first things first and really guiding and creating a lifestyle that puts my family and myself at the top of that. God, of course, you know, so my spiritual belief of the creator, you know, and then my family, myself first, and then everything else, you know, really falls under that. Um, And then my life coach, um, just to kind of expand on that idea, taught the principles of being body, um, balance, and business. And if you spend at least 10 minutes in those four core areas, um, first thing in the morning, that creates integrity with your word. And what happens is, after about three weeks or so, it becomes a habit. And you put yourself and your needs and your family first because you can't provide or help anyone if your cup is empty. So I fill my cup up with my four core my, my core four areas, being, which is your spirit self, that can be meditation, some mindfulness work, being silent, listening to your heart before you start the day body, that's exercise, what you feed your temple. Business is going to be what, you know, time spent maybe reading or creating um, an email or checking my social media and engaging with my followers and just looking and thinking of creative ways to, to, you know, increase my platform so that others can get access to this, this great work. And then balance is what am I going to do today to improve a relationship? Am I going to pick up the phone, call someone that I've not spoken to in a while, tell my husband I love him, you know, hug my kids today? What am I going to do in a relationship for the day? That just keeps everything centered and me grounded to what's important. And it stems off of that first advice from when I was in um, foster care and I had my guidance counselor said, listen to your heart, be still. It whispers to you. We will never hear it if we're not still. That is great advice. Now, you mentioned your passion for learning and education, helping save you and carry you through. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? When I was a little girl... The Laura Ignalls Wilder series really helped me to hold on to a thread of hope (laughs) because if you don't know, all her books in the series, you know, she had the family kind of situation that looked to me a little bit more functional. (laughs) And I was able to, you know, delve into that story and look at mine and take some notes. And I went into a lot of discovery as a child, and it really helped me to um, hold on to curiosity and hold on to the things that we're born with, hold on to love, hold on to forgiveness, hold on to the fact that there are other possibilities out there other than my nightmare that I was living in at the time. 
And so it gave me this discernment to want more because I knew that there were other possibilities out there. Um, so that would be the first book that I got my hands on um, that really inspired and helped me to just stay focused because I knew it opened my eyes up to possibility. For some, if you're not a reader, it might be a television show that opens your eyes up to possibility. It might be someone that you meet out in the community, a mentor, for example. You just realize good people exist. <laughs> so it gives you a, a framework of, okay, you know, I can aspire for something more. Um, the second book that really touched me or inspired me was Roots by Alex Haley um, as I grew older because it helped me to understand self-knowledge um, and the importance of that. And if you're cut off culturally, psychologically, and physically from your mother culture, you're lost. So it helped me to understand kind of the plight of the African-American culture and how slavery affected the psyche of African-Americans and still affects the psyche of African-Americans today, um, that that's like a post-traumatic delayed syndrome, so to speak, and how cycles of abuse can continue if they're not broken. And so that psyche can continue through generations if not healed. Um, so that was the second book that really helped me to just really understand, like, knowledge of self and then how trauma can move through generations and destroy relationships, et cetera. Um, and then I would say the third book would be Kellen's meditation book. Um, once again, I'm going back to my life coach here, but um, I really wanted to learn how to meditate effectively, and I wasn't one of these type of people that, you know, I have to sit with palms up and, you know, and I I just, that did not resonate with me. And so I was like, is there a right way to meditate? You know, how do you meditate? And um, I purchased that book, and it really helped open my eyes into different forms of it, um, you know, so that I could um, you know, be just kind of be more open to not having to be stuck in one form of meditation. You can meditate in the shower. You can, you know, um, use music. You don't, you know what I mean? Some calming music, things like that, that there are ways to do it that resonated with me. And it's really helped me to tap into uh, being able to create more, um, when I take the time to meditate. So those would be probably the three most life-changing books there to that help improve um, my mind, body, and spirit. Great recommendations. Your book is From Abuse to Abundance and is available now. For our audience who is being inspired and resonating with what you're saying, what is the best place for them to go to get the book and for to learn more about you? Awesome. The book is available everywhere now, um, but you can get it, you know, Amazon in paperback or Kindle. You can get it at Barnes & Noble. Um, and the way to connect with me would be uh, on social media. All social media, it's at DRJ Battle. And then for Facebook, it's the DRJ Battle, the um for websites, you can actually go to www.fromabusetoabundance.com. 
And for the healing system that I've created, um, that will be fully launched this fall, but I'm taking pre-orders for that now. And that can be, you can find that at www.rebootrepairrebirth.com. For media and speaking engagements, you can contact Pam Parafoy at 919-246-9927, and her email is info at theprcgroup.net. And I would love to host support groups, speak at a conference, um, you know, speak with corporate audiences about my virtual online training program, online recovery system. I'd love to, um, you know, really share with, any kind of empowering areas on abuse recovery, unresolved trauma, and how it creates fear and helps solve community problems of addiction, police violence, coping with depression, teach about healthy living and the power of restorative sleep. You name it, I'm your girl. All right. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely inspiring interview. We greatly appreciate your time. Uh, This has been Seth Green with Dr. Jamila Battle. Jamila, thank you again so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.